This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 569 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Philip Rizzo. He's with Assisting Hands Home Care. Philip, how you doing? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Oh, man. Great to have you. And uh, man, we can all use assisting hands. I mean, can I have like two sets? Uh, but <laughs> you guys are doing phenomenal things in the community. And, and, you know, my parents haven't gone through health issues and Alzheimer's and all that mess. Uh, uh, man, uh, wonderful that you're there in this community. We were in Pennsylvania and uh, it just wasn't an option back then. But man, so nice that my parents would have loved to have been able to stay at home. So let's start with Assisting Hands Healthcare. Phil, tell us about what you're doing. Well, you know, to your point, um, there's a lot of people that are aging in place down here, and most people want to be in their own home. And so we give families the option of providing care in the home, everything from uh transferring and making meals and helping with walking and more personal care as well. Um, and, you know, taking out the trash, doing, doing dishes and just being a personal assistant in the home. And so we give people the, the peace of mind to be in their own place and, and people enjoy being in their own home. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like my parents were, they were just in dire need and we had to put them in an assisted living place. We just just weren't able to provide the care. Um, but but just quality of life, like, you know, regardless, uh, you know, just a little help here and there is a difference in many cases, I would imagine, from someone being able to stay in their home versus yeah. not, right? Yeah, I mean, we provide a little care and we can provide a lot of care. But, you know, even just making sure people take their meds and getting up in the morning mm. and get showered and with a full breakfast and then they're off and they're all set up mm -hmm. for a day of success. Um Otherwise, sometimes people forget to take their meals, they forget to eat, they forget to shower, and it's just a cycle that's hard to break. Yeah. And the peace of mind you provide for, you know, the children of the family that probably more so here, you know, are probably all over the country, being that there's so many transplants here, right? Yeah, I probably get that call weekly with yeah. friends and family up north, you know, my mom, my dad, my uncle my yeah. best friend or whatever is in Naples and we don't know anyone there and we need someone that's reliable that can be counted upon. So yeah, that's to your point that happens frequently. Yeah. Yeah. How about your journey, Phil? Tell us a little bit about how uh, you got involved in this business and uh, you know, the, the, the whole uh, assisting hands home healthcare, how you ended up there. Well, it's, kind of personal kind of like what we're talking about i moved down to florida in 2004 because my uncle needed one-on-one -on -one care he had the financial means to have help in the home mm. but he had some people in in the home that kind of took advantage of him and so there was no oversight uh there was just kind of people that kind of were found in the naples daily news or on craigslist or something like that and they took advantage of him so i came down to try and get things stabilized. And at that point he didn't, he didn't live much longer, but that kind of exposed me to this whole mm. world of one-on-one -on -one care and, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so I've been, since then I've been in, you know, hospice education. I've been in skilled nursing rehab and private home care. 
to kind of really understand all the ins and outs of the healthcare industry. And um, we just kind of, we think we raised the standard and we set the standard and that's kind of how we got involved. And that was kind of my journey. All these years later, we kind of have a, I think a, a great service to the community. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions with uh, home health care? What do you hear that you could speak to? Well, I, most people at this stage of the game have encountered either directly or indirectly the ugly side of home care, and it gives it a bad name, um, mm -hmm. like me. I mean, my uncle was, was getting stolen from, and we just, you know, at the end of his life, we couldn't really do much about it. It just was a lot going on, the emotional stress of losing my uncle. But, but most people think of home health care as a new person every day. They don't know what they're doing, and they're on their phone in the corner, and they just aren't much of an assistance. And, and that myth is, is out there because I've seen it, but we just raised the bar. And so what we try to do is have a very clear plan of what we're doing, make sure the family knows exactly what we're doing. And every time there's a change of condition, we let everyone know. So we're all on the same page and there's no kind of, you know, curveballs that no one knows what's going on and what we're doing. Yeah. And I guess the fact that, you know, the, the training that goes into your support team, right. You know, there's that there as well. So if there is a medical emergency or whatnot, you guys know how to handle that. And correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, good stuff. And Okay. Uh, I was just gonna. I was just gonna mention that I, I might be jumping ahead here, but that's really what sets us apart. Is we have our own employees, so we're fully licensed, insured, workers' comp, and on top of our caregivers getting the clear plan and the training, we also have uh, nurses that provide oversight as well. So when there's a change of condition, um, they're in the home to make sure that everyone's in the loop. Wow. Well, yeah, that's, that's huge. How about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, three kids and owning a business, there's not a lot of time left, mm -hmm. but my kids, um, my kids are in competitive soccer. And so <laughs> I, there's nothing that I enjoy better than seeing them compete and get better and overcome, you know, obstacles and getting knocked down and, you know, <laughs> having a rough game, but then getting up again and, and wanting to go to practice and get better. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds kind of like a motivational thing, but it's true. Life is hard. And so if we can help our kids and people learn that at an early age, I think it makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's the wonderful thing about sports is you're right. Life is hard and, and not that we should be rough on our kids, but you know, like there are lessons to be learned in sports. It, it's hard to learn those lessons in other areas of life when you're that young. And uh, so, uh, wow, good for you. Yeah. That's like a whole nother full-time career, three kids in competitive soccer. We our kids, we have three kids. They were competitive soccer as well. And uh, boy, every weekend, every holiday weekend, uh, <laughs> get in the car and start driving, baby. Yeah. Road, road trip. <laughs> uh, that's great. How about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, Philip, what comes to mind? period of time looking back that you were challenged, you got through it, and you can now say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm I'm stronger. Anything come to mind? Um, you know, off the top of my head, I think just 
helping this business grow from something, you know, when I got involved, it was already established, but just helping it get to the next level and all the growing pains of having supervisory visits and, and having, we even include a dementia training tour um, for all of our caregivers to go through. And it just kind of, again, raises the bar to kind of help our caregivers know what it's like to take care of people that really can't take care of themselves. Uh, And so I, I just believe in, you know, the more we work to be prepared, the better the outcome and yeah. on the, the back end. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's wise advice. It's uh, you know, again, just using my experience, looking back in life, you know, I think there's that tendency us children uh, to think our parents are going to live forever and, and uh, you know, it's not going to happen to them and they'll just, you know, live to a hundred and die a happy, uh, you know, night in their sleep and all that. And the reality is we know that that's, that rarely occurs. And um, again, it's just, just so nice, you know, it was, it was quite a while ago where uh, my sisters and I went through all that and it was just hard to, you know, we're all doing our things in different parts of the area and uh, raising young kids and, and um, little did we know, you know, life has surprises. And if we had, planned ahead of time at least made made ourselves aware uh, it would have been a little easier still difficult but uh again why i i love uh what you do and how you help families because it's not only stressful for obviously the parents going through this i mean moving my father literally killed him he did yep he did not want to leave um and he was caring for my mother, but you know, he was having his own health problems and she had Alzheimer's. And, um, so we got them to a, a wonderful place, uh, great care. He lasted two days and gone. And, uh, so it's, uh, yeah, I think it's really important that if, if they can stay at home, keep them at home and lesson learn on my end. I know this is your podcast and not my uh, life challenge, but you know, this stuff happens all the time, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, no, I you bringing that up. I mean, in our business, when they hear from me, they're like, well, you know, it sounds like a money grab or, you know, maybe you don't know what it's like in my family. And that's all there. It is expensive. It's not not free. It's not covered by Medicare. And, you know, there are other options. But to your point, I see families, you know, get torn apart and yeah. children take yeah. care of their parents and their parents take dig in their heels and you know don't want anything to do with their kids and it's a big mess yeah and i'm just putting that out there you know for the community because the more you can plan ahead the more the kids and the parents can participate in a plan it's a hundred times better for everybody including us as the provider so we can have a clear plan Uh, it's very difficult when the kids are telling us one thing and then the patient or spouse are telling us something else and we're stuck in the middle like yeah, yeah, we can't make anyone happy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I yeah, I could see that. Well, how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about assisting hands home care? What would that be? Well, I've, I've kind of touched on it a little bit, but we just have a commitment to excellence, and and I've been around for fourteen years in this industry, and and there's nobody that does the things that we do. Um, even including like our, we have our own 
teaching and training in our office. We have the dementia training that I mentioned a little bit earlier. And then our nurses and our lead caregivers go out in the home to make sure that we're providing the standard that we expect and that our families expect. Um, and we're the, our harshest critic. If we're not getting it done, we, you know, we make a change, we make it better. We don't just kind of wait for something to go sideways because that doesn't work. Uh, not in our business when we're literally taking care of people that don't always remember if we're there or not. That's just the reality. Yeah. Of it. So, yeah. so we have a very high standard and, and if we have to do teaching in the home, we'll do teaching in the home. If we have to do additional orientation in our office, we'll do additional orientation to make sure everyone's safe. Yeah. Well, terrific. Well, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? The best way to reach us is just to call our phone number to our office, 239-593-4873. Uh, we provide care all over Collier County, and uh, we're always available. Our office hours are 830 to 5, but we always are available on the phone. Super, super. Well, Phil, thank you for carving out time uh, to share this information. It's, uh, again, obviously, uh, every podcast is important. Uh, but certainly what you do for, for those of us who need your service, I'm glad you were able to uh, get that message out there. So best of luck going forward for you guys. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.